It's a new year, and Michael Davis is starting a new series on his podcast, Common Sense on Social Justice. Michael joins us today as he tackles social justice teaching and the thoughts of Pope Leo XIII. And it's a kind of a heady series, but Michael is here to introduce us and help get us dived in a little deep into the subject. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for joining us yes, today. Good morning, Brenda. All right. So you're taking on this new encyclical. And as we were preparing for the interview, you said there's this is a lot of stuff to get into. And so you're breaking it down into paragraphs and you're covering a few at a time. So first, kind of introduce us to this encyclical and where was the world at at the time that Pope Leo wrote it? Yes, uh, the historically Catholic way of writing an encyclical is with paragraphs that each paragraph is numbered, which okay. makes it very easy to follow. Sure. And so we uh, are breaking it down into into sections of paragraphs. And you were talking about headiness. Well, that in the very first paragraph, Pope Leo XIII says, the problem we've had is we've got these obvious grave injustices and it's all been stuck in our heads and we're not doing anything about it. It's stuck in the political arena and not affecting the economic systems. So in a kind of a humorous way, he puts that. But the world in his day, he wrote it in 1891, Rerum Navarum, and it is one of the greatest encyclicals. In fact, Pope John Paul II said it is the encyclical that shifted the whole understanding of social teaching in the church, kind of put it where the rubber meets the road. And in 1891 was the height of the Industrial Revolution, which began in England and spread to the United States. And it created a lot of uh, grave injustices for social workers. In his day, the workers' guilds of the Middle Ages, which now we call unions, is kind of a form of workers' unions. It gave workers a voice and they had disappeared. And so the workers had no rights. They were paid low wages. They were and unsafe and filthy working conditions. They couldn't provide for their uh, families. And one of Pope Leo XIII's laments is that we moved away from a green world of farming and these things to now this artificial environment of concrete and factories that humans were never meant to exist in. So he writes this encyclical to try to provide some answers from the church as to what do we do with this? Cause he said this, there's been no point in history at which we've had such a worldwide plethora of injustice from this industrial revolution. Michael, this encyclical written in 1891, 130 years ago. Now, some people might say, well, I mean, that was all well and good for perhaps that day and age, but we're 130 years advanced from that. The world looks a whole lot different. So in your view, why is this encyclical more important now than ever? As I brought out in the second part, uh, second podcast in the series is that we're now 130 years the worse. Really? Than we were in his day that he would just be saddened, greatly grieved to see just how much worse the workers plight is in our day, especially with the uh, insane amount of child labor now that we have from these corporations. But we've kind of moved away from factories. I mean, they're still everywhere. We've kind of moved away from that part of the industrial revolution. Now we're in a phase 
where the technology companies are now the sure. industrial revolution. And one of his laments at the very beginning of this encyclical is that you have all the wealth in the hands of a few while the masses are driven into mass poverty. Well, in 1891, Holy Father, join us in 2024 and see where we're at with that. It's ter terrible. Sure. Yeah. It it does seem to be the case that, you know, the the older and farther along we come, we believe that we should be getting better and smarter and hopefully more holy, but we seem to just keep turning in this hamster wheel. Yes. So my, if you're just tuning in, Michael Davis is joining us this morning. His podcast is Common Sense on Social Justice, taking on the encyclical by Pope Leo XIII on capital and labor. So you are going to go very easy on your listeners. You are breaking this down in little, kind of more easier to swallow pieces, although you're taking on the first 14 paragraphs. It doesn't seem overwhelming, but in those paragraphs, what is the overarching theme that you're pulling out during those readings? Well, he, the Pope brings out Kind of a revolutionary idea, but it's one of those things where somebody states something so obvious, you're like, oh, duh. And why didn't I think of that? Okay. He states, man was created before the state was created. Okay. <laughs> Therefore, the state doesn't, man does not exist for the state. And so in the overarching theme, he's trying to bring out what is the church's role in this creation of justice out of this industrial revolution what's the state's role in all of this so the overarching theme is that the church has the truth of the matter but it hasn't done very well in speaking into it so the church needs to get down to the concrete level and start getting it the truth into the discussion but he says the problem is all of the institutions the government the corporations all these institutions have rejected the ancient faith and so we're left without the answer. So the church needs to get up and needs to start speaking into it, not just speaking into it, but actually living it. Michael, there was also a discussion about the passing on of roles, whereas a factory worker doesn't pass his job on to mm -hmm. the next generation. But there is the passing on of ownership of property mm -hmm. of land but there's a very specific use that that passing on needs to be for tell our mm -hmm. listeners what he's getting at yeah so one of the things that the pope says is that we don't necessarily know the answers to justice and i love that because we live in a day where the social justice warriors they can define in black and white terms what the injustice is and in black and white terms what the answer is well it's not that easy the pope says when we see injustices we barely understand the true nature of the injustice, let alone the answer. So he says we need to get all parties to the table to figure out the answer together. But he says in that, he says, there's one thing I'm convinced is that socialism is not the answer. Mm. And here's why, because he says one of the major answers to these injustices for the working class is the right to own private property. And that is an overarching theme throughout this encyclical is the right to private property, because in private property, you can be creative, you're free, you're safe from the government intrusion, because it's your private property, he quotes St. Thomas Aquinas in this, because St. Thomas Aquinas says, we have the right to private property, however, and St. Thomas Aquinas says, our private property is to be used as a ministry to our neighbors and to the poor. 
And the problem with socialism is it takes away that private property and reduces us to Darwinism, the survival of the fittest, rather than to being creative as humans. Boy, that is a lot of information. And Michael, I'm glad that you are tackling this encyclical, breaking it down for us. And it sounds like it's going to be a great series. How many weeks are you going to be able to take this on? I haven't figured that out yet. Because what's happened, the Pope arranges that he doesn't have an outline, but you can see definite themes. So I'm just going from theme to theme. And I know they each theme kind of overlaps into another series of paragraphs, but I'm guessing five to six weeks. Okay. Well, perfect. If you want to follow along, you can listen to Michael Davis's podcast, Common Sense on Social Justice. Keep up with this entire series because I have a feeling you will love it. And you also might be challenged by what it says. Michael, we can always count on you for that. Thank you so much for joining us (laughs) today. Thank you. And again, that podcast can be found at materdayradio.com under the digital media file, standalone podcast. And of course, you'll also be able to access it on the Hail Mary Media app.